Episode number four, Seth, of uh, of my new podcast. You know the name of my podcast? I'm a guess. They said guess it. So you're not on Twitter or you don't follow me or any of that? Well, so. most of my time is spent gaming. I don't look at Twitter as much as I game. Okay, I understand. So what is it? Um, Chats with Hex. That's, that's right on. That's really? The, yeah, that's the name. Chats. Wait, no, it's not. It's Chats Hex. No, it's uh, it's called the Eavesdrop. The podcast is called the Eavesdrop, and this is episode. What well, am I? Four. Am I giving information out? No, no, no. What do you oh, mean? Oh, so like yeah, they're eavesdropping on us? Yeah, so that's the name of the the Eavesdrop podcast. That's with pretty Optic clever. Hex, today's guest. You've always been good with titles. The, I'm my, not very good my, with titles. My little brother Nate uh, Nate yesterday was a part of this, and now my favorite of all my sons, Scumpy Seth. Abner. That one's recording me, right? Yeah. All right. You can look at it. And <laughs> it's just... All right. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for making time for me. I thought, well, you kind of didn't have a choice. I, I kind of guilted, guilt tripped. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're, you're episode number four, Seth, of, uh, of my new podcast. You know the name of my podcast? I'm a guess. They said guess it. So you're not on Twitter or you don't follow me or any of that? Well, so. most of my time is spent gaming. I don't look at Twitter as much as I game. Okay, I understand. So what is it? Um, Chats with Hex. That's right on? That's really? The, yeah, that's the name. Chats, Wait, no it's not. It's Chats Hex. No, it's, uh, it's called The Eavesdrop. The podcast is called the Eavesdrop, and this is episode. What am I? Four. Am I giving information out? No, no, no. What do you oh, mean? Oh, so like uh, they're eavesdropping on us? Yeah, so that's the name of the the Eavesdrop podcast. That's with pretty Optic clever. Hacks, today's guest. You've always been good with titles. The, I'm my, not very good my, with titles. My little brother Nate uh, Nate yesterday was a part of this, and now my favorite of all my sons, Scumpy Seth Abner. That one's recording me, right? Yeah. All right. You can look at it and see. <laughs> it's just all right. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for making time for me. I thought, well, you kind of didn't have a choice. I, I kind of guilted, guilt tripped you into first it. First of all, welcome to my humble abode. This is the first time you've been I, here. I don't know about humble, man. It's really nice. Uh, the, the garden is popping out there. If I were you, I would throw my cats out there and they just fucking leave them out there and get a dog. That's what I would do personally. Yeah. I don't even like them. Have you ever thought about getting a. A dog instead of a cat? Oh, yeah, right when I move, first thing, dog. Yeah, but you can't have dogs and cats. Yeah, I can. Have you ever heard of the, of the term fighting they, like cats and dogs? Yeah, they fight. It's awesome. It's hilarious. Okay, we got to cut that. We don't promote animal violence It's a podcast where it's, it's a long... Play it's, fighting is yeah, fun. Yeah, play fighting. Yeah. The way that Henry and, uh, and Benji Pablo do it. Anyway, yeah. I... I have a lot of things to discuss with you. Obviously, I'm, we, we came out for a really, really rough year. We just had some really, really good news in Call of Duty and all that. But uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, because there's a podcast that's going to you know, broaden. It's not, it's not just within Call of Duty. Wait, hold up. A, I'm episode four? Yeah. Who the hell is in front of me? David Vonderhaar. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked to him about it. About the, I didn't get to meet the developer that, that shitted on you in, in that 
in that thing, but I did bring it up and he was like laughing. He said that the developer was like on, on cloud nine, so happy that he, you know, that he <laughs> yeah, dude, they camped the gas on us because they saw us in the game. It looked like it, I was stream, I was streaming. So I was getting stream sniped yeah. all night. I was, this yeah. was like eight hours into my stream. Right. So I was getting stream sniped the first like three or four hours of my stream. I was getting so mad. So we're having a good game. We both have like 10 kills. Right. So we're we're having a good game. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get to post this on YouTube. It's gonna yeah. be great, you know, content. <laughs> so there's like 13 remaining. The gas is moving in. We just kill a team, and then there's two people laying in the grass, just camping the gas, waiting for us to come out. Are you sure they were in the, in the gas? They were. They were like towards the safe zone. They were still. They were outside the safe zone, but they were like camping the edge because the gas was coming in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. And they were just laying behind a tree. I killed one of them. The other one killed me. And I got so pissed. I was like, they, that was a stream snipe. Like, it was like, that kid, I've seen that kid before. Yeah, because he was in one of my games earlier, too. Yeah. That's what made it even more fishy. Yeah. So I was like, bro, I just got stream sniped. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, was it an open beta? Did I look like a douche? No, no, of course not. No. no. You don't think so? I don't think, you, I don't think you've ever looked like a douche well, in your life. After, he, after Vaughn tweeted me, I felt like a douche because I was like, you oh. called him a kid and shit? Yeah, because I, I, I didn't know. No, they didn't care. The, the thing with tweet that He tweeting, came into my chat after and was like, I'm a dev, and I didn't believe that either. I yeah. was like, well, you you're a dev. Yeah, yeah, okay. Who are you going to believe? Yeah. Right? I was like, you're a dev. You okay. can't believe anyone on the internet. Uh, the, the thing with that is that I don't think, you know, they, they, they create this piece of art, right? And then you, they, you, they get to play against you. Which is the beauty of esports. At no point and in no time are you ever gonna get a, a chance to go shoot free throws with or a three point or play twenty one with LeBron James. You're never gonna, you know, hear, you know, Peyton Manning or whoever say this meet me at the park, we're gonna throw the ball around. You're just crushing dreams. Yeah. What do you mean? That'd no, be cool. Just, I'm would, never gonna be, be cool. able to do it. No, you're never gonna be able to do it. But in, in esports, if you play the same game as one of your favorite professionals, you are gonna run into it, especially in, in, in the new in blackout because of how how good the game is and we'll get into that but overall it was a good conversation with, with dave and and you know they did say they were super happy about the fact that they downed yeah and i told him oh, look he just came off a really shitty year i, I can't believe you guys are like making him it was 2v1 guilty him no I, was, no was was crim down? no i think i think he was dead i think it was me alone and i had like 10 or 12 kills something like that it was a good game how uh, i was pissed did you play did you play the game a lot blackout yeah i played Across both platforms, I want to say I won 40, or fi 40, 40 to 50 matches somewhere in there, and yeah. I had like a 25% win ratio. So I probably played like, Keep going. I probably played around like 200, 220 matches overall. 220 which, matches. Which is a lot. I mean, you think about Battle Royale games, if you stretch those out, like, you stretch those games out, you make it to the end. Like 2200 minutes. That's like a 25, it's a 10 minute. 20, 25 minute game. Damn! If so how many it, hours, it says how many hours you played on that. Did you? Did you I didn't look check at that? it. No. I, yeah. uh, by the time it was it was all said and done, I think I had on, on PC. I think I had 13 hours played. On on PlayStation, I had close to like 20 hours played. I uh, didn't win a single match unless I was playing in in. I mean, I did the majority of my games were squads. You didn't win a match, or, but I never won a single. No, I didn't. I got bro. Every See, that's what time. I'm worried about. Like, I didn't have my best year. Age is creeping up. Like the Grim Reaper, he's just nah, knocking good. on my door. And then there's you, the 36 year old phenom, didn't win a single no, game. But, but I was shitting on them. The, the, the one times I die, I died to people. You didn't behind win them. a game. You weren't shitting on anybody. I was. I would get seven average. My minimum seven kills. It doesn't kills. matter. You're average. not winning the game. No. Well, how can I win a game? See, with I was someone's... winning games with 15 kills. Okay, but you're a professional Call of Duty player. I'm not. 
And although I have been playing it longer than you, I I would get killed from behind or like I get I would get bullshit on the armor. You, you know? gotta stop your legs down there. They're Sorry. I just I just see them just going. Legless, restless legs. I have syndrome. it too, but I'm. I would take I would take a pill, but the side effects include like bleeding from the buttocks and stuff. Did you know that if you take that RLS pill? One of the side effects is is uh is block, RLS is, a real thing? Yeah, restless leg syndrome. Isn't that like a branch of anxiety? Restless leg syndrome, yes. And if you take a pill to solve so it, like one of the side effects, yeah, sure. But not anxiety the 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 you know, the way that some people suffer. This is more of a of a tick, if anything. It just you're anxious when you're I don't I'm not anxious. I was just this is something that I'm doing. It's just like I need a fidget spinner for my knees, if that's what you know, if I was to put it in there. But one of the side effects is is bloody stools. You know, a stool is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Little, that's disgusting. Let's, tree trunks. Let's move on. Little chorizo. <laughs> that's disgusting, dude. <laughs> um, moving on. Well, ten uh, scale one to ten. How did you? What do you rank it? Uh, I gave it a seven eight. Um, I think there needs to be armor tuning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of people have been saying that. I'm curious to see if there's any more guns in the game. I think that they gave us all the guns yeah. in the beta, but I'd be curious. So. See if there's more guns. That would be awesome. Um, and then obviously the, uh, the gas needs to hit a little bit harder. That was another main concern of mine. Like they, they did patch it. They did make it a little bit better, but it needs to hit harder like earlier because people can sprint while healing. So yeah. it's like you're sprinting while healing in the gas. You can just sit in the gas all game yeah. and just run, you know? Yeah. So that's, that needs to be patched. But, um, and then moving into like the, the cosmetics and stuff like that, that are going to obviously be released when the real game comes out. It's so like weapon skins, different characters, stuff like that. Whenever that all comes out, if they patch the game correctly, which I feel they'll do, it's gonna be, it's gonna. I think it's gonna take over PUBG and that audience because a lot of PUBG players and streamers and H1 players were loving it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what was there not to love? It was like it was a less clunkier game. It was smooth from the beginning. And look, I'm not. I'm not shit talking PUBG. I hope PUBG, you know, continues to. Oh, I to, mean, to yeah, it's, it's still gonna. It's it's still gonna be fine. Like people yeah. that like PUBG are gonna. It's gonna. They're still gonna be. It's gonna be great. You know. We we obviously have a PUBG team. You know, Hypoc, Hedrar, uh, Valier, and uh, my boy Bahawaka. They they enjoyed it. Do you think that there is? Do you think that there's room? Let's say they they announce it. That, that there's going to be a blackout eSport. Do we just transition them into into that since we already have a, a PUBG team like that? Or do you think that we go out and scout new people and leave them in there? Because obviously in doing that, you, you, you're obviously running the risk of I'm, exiting a, an eSport. I mean, if it's possible and COD teams can play while competing, then just take our team. Okay. What what do you mean your team? Well, you? Not, not everyone to PC. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm the only one from our team... That can go to PC right now. Do you think that? <clears throat> Maybe Crim Six. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen a lot of people be really really good at it. Well, no, definitely Crim Six too. Yeah, I can't we I can't announce our other players, but they don't play PC. They they're just yeah. You do you think about. Do you think that you would be able to there? Let's say obviously there's how many events? Did they say how many events total this year? Six. Six events this year. That's including champs playoffs. So, I think, so there's gonna be four so open. Like one events. every other month, essentially. And one every month and a half, one one and a half months to two months. Let's say they threw in, they sprinkled in three tournaments for PUBG. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of like, well, I don't know the schedule yet, but yeah. I feel there's freedom. If there's six events, there's gonna be windows where you can have an event three weeks later, have a blackout event. Three weeks later, another COD event. Three weeks later, another blackout event. You know what I'm saying? So like, cut it yeah. in half. 
I, I, I would I would find it not only interesting but super exciting if we were able to do that. It'd be like playing a brand new. It's, it's just like playing a different mode. You play CTF. You played, uh, you know, uh, Heist is going to be the new one. I don't know if that's going to go into competitive or not. Did you play, did you get a chance to play it? No, right? Because you were in the middle of the hell's Heist. So you didn't get a chance to play it at all. <clears throat> I don't so even know what it is. Heist, heist this is. Uh, I don't want to say it, it's like Counter Strike because I don't want to. Right? Oh, it's, the, the so game it's where you, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Counter Strike, but I don't. You know, we S and D. You know, we play S and D in Call of Duty. That came from Counter Strike as well. You know, uh, gun. What's a gun game that came from Counter Strike as well? So I don't. I don't see anything wrong personally in that because we do come up with our own game modes. But I, I think that Heist is, is a good one because of the level of of uh, of tactics that it takes to 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 win the game. Um, I did win a lot of those, obviously, because I was well, playing. I didn't get the chance to play that, so I no. can't even pitch in on it. Like, I don't. Do you get armor? Pistol rounds, obviously. You do, but it's weird because shotguns like, are way yeah, better in COD than Counter Strike. Yeah, and the perks that you pick up apparently last you the entire the entire game. So if you pick up uh, Dead Silence at the beginning of the game, then you're good with it towards the end. And what's crazy is that everything that you see in pub in, in PUBG, everything that you see in Blackout, it's the same way that you saw in there. So picking up guns and picking, it, and it's the same thing. So the health kits, the the that, it's like the exact same thing. So we like we could have put two and two together if we if if everyone tried to do that. Um, you know, you streamed a lot of it, and you know, last year was one of the toughest years we've had as a team. You personally took it, you know, a little bit too personal, in my opinion, and you didn't stream a lot. Obviously, now that Blackout is going to be out, do you foresee that you're going to come back to content creation? Because it's an important thing, and I, I personally <clears throat> get mad at you uh, and anybody that doesn't create content because although I understand that you're a competitive player and that's your sole focus and should be your sole focus, there is this sort of livelihood that you're leaving on the table that that could that will help you in the future you know so for me it's always been like this tough thing and we had such a tough and rough year that i you know i i i, I kind of let you guys do what you guys wanted to do but i don't think that i can let you just not do shit for the next you know another season you know what i'm saying i mean at the end of the day you're on a team right so if you're doing content and you feel like content is hindering your ability and or making you stressed or, you know, just an extra thing to do every day. Yeah. You don't want that to brush off onto the three other people that are, well, now four other people. You don't want to brush that off onto your team. So my focus was be the best I could be. And obviously something just didn't click because I was playing a lot. Yeah. And something just didn't click with that game and me. And I don't think that the internet here helped me either. But um, I think, honestly, though, I need to be more selfish. Like, I need to be more selfish with content creation because that's when I'm having fun, when I'm streaming. Yeah. Like, when I used to stream scrims and used to, like, roast our teammates and then you get to look over to the chat and everyone's just <laughs> laughing. laughing my ass off, laughing yeah. my ass off. Like, that makes it more fun and more engaging. So it's like one side of me wants to say, you guys, <laughs> this is my team. We're running it this way. We're streaming yeah. scrims. We're doing this. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Like we can put this extra content out for our fans and they'll love it. Yeah. And then the other side of me is like, I don't want to have to deal with losing us, losing scrims yeah. and then us going to a tournament losing and then us coming back and streaming and getting that same hate. It's like, it's really just like a tear in the center. And it's, I mean, I came out and said it as well. I, I flat out just didn't like World War II. Yeah. And I'm not going to force myself to play a game that I don't enjoy because that takes the whole point away Do you think away that had it. something to do with the fact that you maybe didn't have the same sort of mm -hmm. year that you had in the last 10 years? I mean, were, maybe. How I, old are you now? 23. 
And you've been competing since 17? 16? 15. 15. When did you start on Optic? When you were 17? 16? 17, probably. 17. 16 and a half, 17? Yeah. So, you know, you, you're, so you, uh, so, so you be, you know, you're, you're, you've obviously proven yourself to be, you know, who you are. And then you have this sort of like shitty year where, you know, everybody, not everybody, but, you know, a lot of people were like, did he lose it? You know, have, has he hit a wall? Is, is he bored? But there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, that you haven't shared. You know, the internet stuff you shared all the way to the oh, end. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't get... And people people gave me criticism for it. And even Crim6 was like, why didn't you just move? And it's like, bro, I can't just pack up and move. Like, obviously, that would be the best decision, but I can't just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like I'm moving to Texas. I'm going to have gigabit internet that's going to work and yeah. even if it doesn't work your house is two minutes away i can yeah. literally jog there so i mean at this point well, well going back to what i was saying i didn't have a single legitimate day of practice yeah. all of last year i was red barring 90 80 to 90 percent of the days that i was playing in scrim so it's like i would go to a land and it's like it's a different game. It's a completely different game. And people don't take that into consideration either. Like, I did not have a single good day of practice. And because you didn't have a single day of practice, you also sort of transmitted these sort of negative vibes towards the team because they were, frust- you know, they were frustrated with the oh, fact yeah. that... Oh, yeah. I mean, the internet know, probably broke our team up, to be honest, as bad as that sounds. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, there were, you know, like, how far does Carly's dad live from here? And do they have good internet? 25 minutes thing. and ish yeah right so it's not it wasn't a thing where you could just like gone somewhere i mean getting an office space like out here is like almost near impossible to do that and then getting when i don't know if people know this but the internet that you get at home let's say it's a hundred dollars a month for a gigabyte internet i'm paying six hundred dollars a month just for my line here and it still doesn't work so then there's the residential line as well i Mm -hmm. bought a business line to try to you know get rid of the problem yeah so i bought a six hundred dollar a month business line here which is four hundred by 100 or 400 by 400 mm-hmm. something like that but it's like supposed to be really good and i'm paying 600 dollars a month on internet right now that doesn't work are you paying it i wouldn't pay that shit i forget that i wouldn't send the bill and i would i would almost go as far that as that hurts to, my credit then so true. i can't not send the bill yeah i didn't think about so that. they're literally robbing me at gunpoint right now yeah, who's who's the who is Cox it? Cable? Cox Cable. I've already roasted him so. Don't get Cox Cable if you're in, so in many California. Times. They hit me up and they're like, "Are you hardwired to your PS4?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm hardwired yeah. my PS4." Like, like who, who do you think this is? Like, I'm a professional gamer with 2.1 million followers. You think I'm not hardwired? You're yeah. playing on Wi-Fi still? Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. The, no uh, flex intended, but like, yeah, come on. Like you've been your, doing this for use, a while. Use your mind. Yeah, not only that, but like the internet access. So uh, any troubleshoot option. I, every single time when we were in Illinois and I called Comcast, I would say, "Listen, I've 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 done every oh, single." I don't think you're supposed to shake this. Why? It's kombucha, man. I don't think it's still carbonated. Let's see. Give it a shot. Open it up. Oh shit! I don't think you're supposed. To, it's no, gonna burst. Let's see. You'll be good. It's a hundred percent bursting. So for those of you who are listening only, Seth just shook a. You, what is that called? You saw it. It was about to go. Yeah. What is it called? Kombucha. 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 Whatever. Kombucha. You can open it. No, you can't. You Trust can. me. Bro. You just gotta let it let the gas out little by little. Why don't you just open it? Man. There you go. Still, still, dad. Wisdom. A wisdom of, of of an old man. Um. You know, uh, obviously, like all that aside, the, the frustrations that, that came from that. Was there anything else that, that that you think may have 
like led to the you know sort of demise of the of the dynasty that that we had going on because mm. you know i i obviously experienced it firsthand and and, and we know that um but there, there were it wasn't just that it was it was, it was several things i mean when 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 there are th- when there's turmoil behind closed doors and you're winning you can push past it but when the same- i don't know how there was tor- turmoil at all to be honest it's sort of just like appeared and then never went away I don't want to go too deep into it, yeah. obviously, because I don't want to put that business out there. But it's sort of like it felt like one moment everything was great. And yeah. then like it felt like I went to bed one night, woke up, and then it just was a downward spiral. It was so weird. I mean, that's all I'm going to say to on it. Yeah. But it was like it was strange what what how it all happened, because like you think it's never going to end. Yeah. You think, oh, my God, we're winning. We're never going to stop winning. Like we're the best players ever. And it's yeah. like. I don't know. Do Do you think if you could go back and change certain things, would you? Would you still want to have that that sort of dynasty team that that we had? Because it wasn't all bad. Obviously, like we we had awesome times. You know, hanging out and winning, winning, winning again is you know is, my favorite moment. Winning champs, and then in the hotel lobby, Duncan's like got three bottles of champagne. We all walk in, and I'm like, yeah. Like yeah. no freaking way! Like this is this is that was like the best night of my life. I had so much fun. Like that was the best night of my I life. I don't think, in retrospect, us popping the bottles like that and just spraying everyone. Maybe that wasn't that cool. Well, we didn't spray everyone. We sprayed each other. Everyone's like sees you though. Mm-hmm. Like EG won champs, and they walked in the lobby, and they just they all like went out to a team dinner. And yeah. Then they all came back to the bar individually and just hung out. Yeah. Us, we were just the lobby like yeah we well dude think about how long we've been chasing I mean, I this know, like a, I, 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 I don't know any other way to react when when uh gotta celebrate that yeah man got to especially because you gotta it, celebrate the good times let me ask you this is eg was eg the best team no. in world war ii no but they won though they won championships that's, not even that, close i mean that's no disrespect to eg yeah they didn't even think they were the best team going into champs right i can assure you that they just did it. I was saying to Assault and Apathy after they won, I was like, don't let anyone talk. I was drunk, obviously. I was like, don't let anybody talk shit to you saying you don't deserve it. Yeah, you guys yeah. got lucky. You guys had an easy bracket. You guys did it at the yeah. end of the day, and that's, that's it. it. That's all that you matters. You guys did it, and I was like, congrats. Nobody expected it, and you guys... Who was, the, the in your opinion, the best World War II team? TK, Rise. Rise. Rise, 100%. Um, I mean... Through the whole game, I mean, you can argue TK at the end, but I think Rise just throughout the whole course of the game was always like that team. I mean, even TK, shit, it's it's kind of hard. They were like neck and neck, I guess, because TK won three events, Rise won three events. Right. So I guess what my my question to round that out is: Do you feel as though you're not the best team unless you win the big one? Because that's that's sort of the culture. I've that never I, thought that. And me I either. think people that think that are f-ing idiots. Yeah. I people just, are like, you haven't won champs. I'm like, I've won 26 tournaments. You f-ing idiot. Like, yeah. What do you think I get nervous at champs? Like yeah. I've gotten third twice. <laughs> like what do you think I just go up there get I've dropped one point threes at champs, got third. Yeah. Like you think I just suck at champs? Like yeah. that's not how it works. No. Sometimes you get lucky, you lose around eleven, you lose champs. Yeah. You oh you weren't the best team. It's, it's 50, like 50, they beat right? us in one round of search, and then they beat us obviously on other maps. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But just hypothetically speaking, like yeah. you can lose one gunfight in CTF and that loses you champs. It's like yeah. That's it's, it's that's how fragile it is. It's 
th- th- this culture that we create around you know surrounding that did that come from the pros the community like who did it like what 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 do you think made it happen because i've, I've always been super like against I mean, it and i'm boisterous uh, at that obviously you want to win everyone wants to win champs because the money like, yeah most people want the money i mean the prestige is like also there but at the end of the day it's i've always said it's just another tournament it's just on a higher level it's every tournament is the same. Everyone goes into it wanting to win. Everyone goes into it practice. I mean, obviously champs a little more practice maybe, but everyone goes into a tournament wanting to win. No one goes into a tournament wanting to get second, wanting to get third. So like you discredit someone with 26 tournaments and they haven't won champs. Yeah. That's not saying that's not like going up to LeBron and being like, you're not the best currently well, because you didn't win. Because they only have one tournament. Their one tournament is the NBA Finals. Yeah. Their playoffs. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's their one tournament a year. We have nine tournaments a year. It's yeah. like, you can't just discredit those. People discredit my MW3 tournaments because there wasn't competition. And I'm like, most of you motherfuckers played. Yeah. So were you not competition? <laughs> were, were yeah. A lot of the people played and they're like, nobody played that game. And I'm like, you played it. Yeah. What do you mean? And people, yeah. they just discredit it. So it's like, I mean, obviously Champs has the most prestige and everyone wants to win it the most. But at the end of the day, there's more tournaments than champs. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Doritos, I think it was the Doritos Bowl <clears throat> I got announced for, for Blackout. And those teams, I think Jack Ninja, who else got invited to that? Do you know? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, Damon. Well, no, I'm saying like the teams. It was Jack, oh. Jack's the captain, Ninja. Shroud, maybe? Shroud and somebody. Shroud's nasty. Um, Tim the Tatman? Tim the Tatman? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe so, Dr. Disrespect. I don't know. Yeah, my, my, my question on that. I saw it, them have some blackout promotional thing. Yeah, so my, my question in that in that regard is, do you feel as though there's a place for that sort of show match? Like, it's not necessarily esports. It's, it's still a competition, but it's more of a show match competition. Uh, if, you, if you look at the at the Keemstar, you know, uh, Fortnite Fridays where, you know, those pros and personalities came together and did that. Um do you think that there's that sort of opportunity there to where people in esports can back the f- up and say, yeah, let let them do that? You know, like I saw a lot of negative from from esports, <clears throat> you know, people. I saw a lot of negativity around it about, you know, like why is this guy in charge of, you know, why is Keemstar in charge of of, of this competition or that? And it's like this dude just decided to get up and do it, you know, and, and 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 this happens in life forever. If you see something that you think you could do and somebody else goes goes and does it, you can't hate on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you could try to do it better. Yeah, you That's can try. You can try capitalism, to do it better. literally. Yeah, and, and then if you look at yeah, and 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 on that note, when when Keem started doing that, then then uh, Hitch, you know, started throwing the the coed tournaments. That was I, th- I thought that was one and of those the, did great. Those incredible, yeah. And I thought it was a great idea. Someone that runs a tournament, that's one day of the week. There's six other days of the week. Like you're not obviously not going to plan your birthday party on the same day as someone else's birthday party. Yeah. You're going to try to move them around. Absolutely. There's six more days in the week. You could have it one on Friday, one on Saturday. Do, like, do you? Who th- cares? Yeah. So so my question to round that up: Do you think that there's a a, a place? in which there, there could be sort of those show matches that, that you know, Blackout can have where, you know, you're the captain, but you can only pick personalities from the community, right? Uh, and, and, and that sort of thing. Or do you think, because there's 100 people that, that play in those things, right? And, and it's RNG, so you're never going to have true skill. I can land in the same house that you do in Nuketown, get a level three plus a shotgun, and you're stuck with a bando. <clears throat> who's, who's a better player? Who's a better Call of Duty player right there? You are still. You just don't have the weapons to do that. So I always, you know, go back to the fact that as much as I would like to see some sort of 
esports surrounding you know battle royale and there's certainly strategy and then you know the, the way that you can you know itemize the points or tabulate points that that does that but as long as luck is involved you will never be able to truly see you know where you're losing me here okay you branched off completely and went on a, a no tangent. you were saying is there a place for for esports in battle royale call of duty blackout See, I thought you were going the route of, do you think that these personalities should be the ones in well, these tournaments, or do you think the pros should be the ones in these tournaments? Well, no, that's... That's, that's the, where I that's, thought you were going. Yeah, I, I was. I was going to okay. run it out there. So what's your question? My, my first question, 1A, okay? okay? Question 1A is, do you think that there is a world in which BR can be an eSport? Call of Duty or otherwise? Oh, Yeah. Of course. But there's no... The, luck is involved. Luck is a major factor of that. There's luck in Call of Duty. Not like it is here. Like I, the scenario that I painted where Obviously I Obviously, it's here. not the same, but yeah. there's places on the map you can land that other people aren't going to land and you can get loot. Right. So you can eliminate the luck. Obviously, if they land at the same spot, I mean, you can run away, run to a different building. Like there's things that you can do. Yeah. But obviously, if you get really unlucky, like SND, oh, I look this way. And he came behind me a split second after I turned. Like, you got unlucky. You read it, and mm -hmm. then you got unlucky. Like, that can happen in anything. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree. I just want to see your, your point of view on that. Now, do you think, from a show match perspective, do you think that there will be that where there could be that could exist without professional Call of Duty players getting salty about not being invited to get that Who money? Who cares? Like, I mean, obviously, people want the money. Like, some people want the money more than others, but... At the end of the day, who cares? Like the personalities are in the position they're at because they put the work in and yeah. they built their fan base, you know? And at the end of the day, the more eyes that are on Call of Duty, the better. Who cares who's playing in it? As long as if Dr. Disrespect, Ninja, Shroud, Tim the Tatman, if they're all playing a tournament together, picking their teams, like who cares who the hell they pick? We got 400,000 viewers yeah. on Call of Duty right now which are bringing players in and bringing players back to the franchise that they left for Fortnite and PUBG and all these other battle royals. Who gives a f like yeah. whatever we can do to get more people back, do it. What, what do you say to people? Those, those, what do you <clears throat> say to those people that are that negative that they just can't just shut the f up and enjoy it for shut what the f it is? Up. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, dude, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, it's fun. People are going to enjoy watching it. It's going to be a great event for Call of Duty and great publicity for Call of Duty. So at the end of the day, suck it up. Like, this isn't your time. You're getting 100 viewers on your stream. Like, these people are getting hundreds of thousands. Let them bring people in. Yeah. Like, because when they get off, they're going to want to see something. You know, they Let wanna... them bring people in. You, get, you have your competitive tournaments. If you don't get invited, stream more, build a fan base. I, I agree. So, you know, going back to the content, I think that with with, with you guys not scrimming publicly <clears throat> or, or and this started happening. I want to bring back scrims, scrims on stream. I, I think I don't understand why everyone went black in Call of Duty like it actually makes a f difference. Like the only thing that you can learn from watching someone is like their break off strategy. Yeah, that's the only thing. And most people have the same break off strategy. Like most teams have the exact same. Ex explain that for like the break -off for us dumb or not professional like, and hard point. Mm -hmm. that's what people were worried about last year. They were worried about their breakoff strategy. Like when you say breakoff mm -hmm. strategy, it's like where you go as soon as yeah, the I'm clock going, ticks down. Two of us are going top bricks. We're smoking gold window. Like I'm going top white or top balk. Like this is Gibraltar and I'm going low bridge. Like that's, that's your break. That's your initial start of the game. So and it wasn't then, even search and destroy that there were, that people were no, concerned about. Yeah, No, we don't stream. We don't even scrim search to start with. So who cares? Like we don't even scrim that as teams anyway. 
I mean, yeah. some people do, but we did last year because we needed to, and we still sucked at it. But when, like, when did it, when did the start? The whole I don't know. We, we're not we're not we're not streaming scrims. It's been happening for a couple years now, and I just don't know why it happened. Like, I mean, personally, I'm not the person to go watch someone stream to watch their break off. Like, there are people that do that. Like, yeah. Crim Six does that, and he tells us like, "Yo, yeah. this is what they do." Yeah, that's why people have coaches no, 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 now coaches, too. Coaches, yeah. yeah, coaches do that. People right? have coaches now too, so that also adds into the watching effect but i really don't think it makes that big of a difference that's five seconds of the game obviously the break off is very important in a hard point game that sometimes can set the pace for the whole map but like at the end of the day that's hours and hours and hours of content they are giving up for a gunfight that oh i lost it he knew my break off like he probably didn't even know it you probably just lost your gunfight i I mean, I I can't I I couldn't agree more. I, Obviously, I, there's there's a lot behind it, but yeah, I, I just think I just think that as Call of Duty players, you guys are doing yourself a disservice. I mean, we even saw Pat, <clears throat> you know, Pat Patty Cakes, Patty Aches, uh, tweet out that you know this this was going to be one of the years where he tried to to get out and create content. Um, and and when I read that, I'm like, I'm which like, is good, which is good. Yeah, we what, need more people doing that. Yeah, we need more people doing that, 100. percent And and I've always said it. I'm like, if we can have more teams doing doing what we did in Call of Duty, we could be up there with the Giants that are the, the, the you know, the League of Legends, the Overwatches, the... Nah, the, the, but I, the I thing, think so. The thing is, we we shouldn't have to do that for our game to be big. You know what I'm okay, saying? So what, but we what, have to What do should it. we do then? How no, do you, yeah, how do you no, grow the game? It's obviously a way to help, but we shouldn't have to do that. Like other games, like Counter-Strike, they barely, they rarely stream. Their pros rarely stream. Yeah, but... They're always practicing. They're always... Yeah, but if, but if you look at, at, at Counter-Strike, the game that you play out of the box is the game that you're competing... You know what I'm saying? Well, the same this year. It's 5v5 now. Yeah. So it, it is 5v5. Obviously, there'll well, be you, restrictions and stuff. How do you feel about that? I love it. You, you're, you're for it? Yeah, I love it. Because I just love friendship. I just I get another teammate to yeah. crack jokes on. Like, I love that shit. That's my favorite part about competing is, like, having your teammates. Like, I love just having friends on the team. Because, like, I get on every day. Like, I'm pissed off. It's like he says something stupid. I'm laughing. Like, we're having fun. Like that's that's what I love to do. Is vibes like a, a, a oh, major part of of, a, of mean, a team success? You don't have to have vibes, but they help. Like you you don't want to not like someone on your team. You want to like everyone on your team, have a good time. Because at the end of the day, you want to win for the people next to you just as much as you want to win for yourself. And that goes back to the point we made earlier about you know yeah. lack of content and stuff like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like you you want to have friends on the team. Yeah, it's just. Why would you not want to be friends with your teammate? Yeah, you're trying to win money together. You're trying to win championships together. Like, why would you not want to be friends with your teammate? You know? Yeah. the The other thing is uh, obviously in 2013 when we mm-hmm. got the 6050 Russell Drive, uh, and and we have to talk about 6050 Russell Drive podcast because you know I, we talked about it with Nate yesterday, and and, and I'll bring it up. But you know, in, in 2013 when we we're playing Black Ops Two when we moved into the house, you know there was there was. There was the opportunity for everybody's tide to, or boats to rise with the tide. You know, everybody's ship to, to rise with the tide. And I think that, that that's something that is Call of Duty. We've only been able to master more than anybody else. And, and I was talking to, to Huiz about this. Uh, th- there is no other eSport out there that has had the same success on social media or YouTube the way that we have had from a, from a personality perspective. I mean, if you look at it, if you pick the top 10 most followed esports personalities in the world, it wasn't until last year that people started to climb the ranks uh, alongside Call of Duty. Fortnite. Well, Fortnite now, again, you know, for you know, just recently. And, and Fortnite 
you know, for, for, for what it's worth, they have a lot of, a lot of show matches that, that do that. And I appreciate Fortnite a lot. You know, I, I, I like the game and, and, and all that. Um, but I think that, that part of that was the fact that everybody, when, when somebody wasn't streaming, everybody would want to go to the person who's teaming with that person. So just so they can catch a glimpse. And then that's how you are able to grow somebody else's personality. I mean, if you look at it now with the, with, with blackout coming out the way that it is and the ability for you to have those random shooting somebody out of helicopter moments, I think that content is going to be one of the most important things this upcoming season to make call of duty, which I'm predicting to be like the most successful year we've ever had. Blackout just gives you something to play that, actually holds like replay value like battle royale every single game is going to be different every single game you, you can land at a different point yeah you could get a different gun you got different loot off the start you have to play the situation different like battle royale in itself just holds so much diversity from game to game that that's why the genre does so well with with gamers in in the first person shooting category like battle royale is the future it's the present as well, but I think battle royales are going to be the biggest games for till VR blows up and does something crazy where I can feel boobies. <laughs> VR virtual uh, will that be augmented reality AR or is that? I don't know. Till they give me some gloves that can feel some boobies. Yeah, is that is that, is that where you think VR? That's is all going? I'm playing. The reason so, I ask yeah. is because in the previous podcast where that I did quiz, we talked about VR extensively. If you guys haven't watched it, you guys can go back and, and see that. But we talked about VR and AR and where like it is and like the haptic suits and and you know your ability to be fooled by a virtual reality. Um, so I think I think that there is what you're asking for will be a thing. But you have a girlfriend that you can do that in real life. With, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, of course, but. Because you would still have to have like we're some, segueing off this. Yeah, we are. We, uh, we, we, should. we can't go into back, this. Dude. Back to content before we end up yeah. in, in that being sponsored by someone. Anyway, um, so what do you think? Do you what do you recommend to somebody like Pat who's about to start, you know, doing that? Because if there are other pro players that are watching this, which I hope there are, um, what is it, man? Is is it just doing it? Just People being consistent. People give up. People give up. It's as simple as that. Like us, we got lucky. We didn't have to put as much time in as you're actually supposed to put time in. Like we blew up pretty fast because we were one of the first people to do the team house and do it right yeah. and do the content creation in the team house and everyone's feeding off each other, yeah. vlogs, stuff like that. So like people expect their success to be instant, yeah. which is just not. It's it's simply not. You have to put years and years and years. I'll use Ninja as an example. He was streaming yeah. consistently Halo Pro for seven years. And he was not pulling nearly what he pulls today, obviously, because yeah. now he's the biggest streamer. But he was pulling like 2,000, 3,000 viewers playing Halo for so long. Yeah. And whenever he finally got off of Halo, went to games with bigger fan bases, yeah. you know, things started happening for him. He started building a fan base day by day by day by day. Yeah. Two years straight of that. Now look at him. He's on the cover of ESPN. Yeah. And... Like, and- and I think like his ability to play the way that he plays like helped the ability for him to say I'm gonna go play H1Z1 where there's a there's a bigger audience and then just grinding it out until somebody gets off the you know off the game and there now he gets a, a little bit of the rainfall. Now from, he's first, and yeah. now people he's getting new eyes. That's yeah. how Twitch works. Yeah, because just because you're tired of streaming doesn't mean that people are tired of watching. You gotta you. build a base. Yeah, 
you got to build a base to make the to make the pyramid. You know what I'm saying? You got to. Yeah. Unlike in traditional sports, in 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 video games, people who compete against each other do play with each other a lot. I mean, you see it in Money Eights. Everyone's friends. Everyone's at the bar after every match. Well, friends. Most people are friends. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. They're friendly. You know. Frenemies. Frenemies, whatever it is, you know, when you're competing, you hate each other, but when you're off of it, yeah, there's okay. this sort of camaraderie, camaraderie that, that that comes with with being a Call of Duty, you know, player and uh, a Counter Strike, like across all of esports. This is like again the only place that this happens, um, and I'm not saying that you know traditional players aren't I'm friends with each other, obviously, right? Most people, I'm friends with like 98 percent of people, right? That play. Okay, so on that, on the back of that. There's a massive opportunity for people like Pat, right? Or people like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, pick, pick any pro out there that's not creating content right now uh, to, to say, you know what, I'm going to start creating content. And they hit you up, you know, Seth, you want to play? Like, that is a thing. You get along with them. I mean, think about like, the people that, that, that you get along with that aren't on your team that you, would, that you already play with. And if they only made the, the, the effort to hit a button and just mute something, say something to the chat and be presentable, like... You want to know something? streaming is like going to the gym the hardest part for the gym you just go that's mm-hmm. the hardest part is walking out of your front door the hardest part about streaming is hitting start streaming yeah because once you're streaming it feels natural like once you well obviously if you're first time streaming you might be a little nervous whatever stuff like that but once you like get into the rhythm of streaming every day like it becomes natural it becomes almost therapeutic where you're hanging out with people yeah and you can say something and it's like I'm making people laugh. LOLOL. Like you see it in the chat. That's like, that's therapeutic to me whenever I like crack jokes and I just see the chat like loving it. Yeah. Well, obviously the gym, the hardest thing to, yes, that's where I was. Okay. Thank you. But yeah, whenever people have 50 viewers have 45 viewers, they, they think I'm not doing something right. Yeah. And it's like, no, you look at Fortnite right now. There's one person with 30,000. Yeah. This is late night. So like say Tifu. He's got 30, 40,000. Mm-hmm. Next person under him has like 15. And then after that, it's a severe drop yeah. off. Like I'm talking, there's one person with 6,000 and then 1,500, 1,500, 1,000, 1,000. Like those people right there, they should be streaming until, like you said, those people get off yeah. and then trickle down, get some new viewers, get some new eyes. You should be streaming like 10 hours a day, even if you have 50 viewers. Like yeah. whenever people stop streaming, people are going to come to your stream. Maybe you get a one-time host. Maybe I host you. Maybe Jack hosts you. Maybe yeah. someone hosts you for 8,000 viewers, you know? Yeah. That, I don't know specifics, but I know a few, I know of people that that's happened to them once and yeah. that has changed their whole streaming I mean, career. Look now at they, Jack. Now they average 1,000. Yeah, look at Jack. Yeah. Jack is a perfect example. Went to Fortnite. Yeah. Obviously fresh... Fresh on the scene, just came out of Call of Duty, so he had a good base. Gets hosted by Ninja, gets hosted by Dr. Lupo. Plays with Ninja, yeah. plays with Dr. Plays Lupo. Plays with Ninja, plays with Dr. Lupo, plays with him, the Tat Man. You know, that's that's a lot of people watching yeah. you play. And But he wouldn't be able to do that unless he put in the hours that he's been putting in yeah, the way that you're saying. of course. And obviously, Jack's a lovable guy, so yeah. he just was a self on stream. He dances, he does all the stupid shit, and people love it. And people love Jack. And now he has a stable viewership on Fortnite. Every time he's on Fortnite, he's getting anywhere from like five to 8,000 viewers, which is incredible. Yeah. 
Like that is nuts. Yeah. Like I've seen. I I just took him to go buy his first uh, Rolex. We talked about it in the really? last podcast. So we're we won't get too deep into it, but. But I took him. I took him. I was. I had to cheerlead him a little bit because he was like, "Oh man, I don't know. I don't usually spend money on myself and this and the other." And I'm like, "I'm like, dude, you want this watch? It's gonna make you feel good. It's gonna make, it make you smile. It's gonna be. Well, put it on the wrist instead of the bank. You know, the 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 level of interest that you're getting out of a bank account for, you know, fifteen thousand dollars is not gonna be the same that you get for the feeling of, of of you know, accomplishing something. And it's not about the watch. And it's not about what how much it costs. Yeah, it's treat about yourself. The, you know, yeah, show yeah. yourself what you're doing is is real. Like, yeah. Oh shit! I just bought a Rolex. Yeah. It's, Obviously, it's, it's you the don't ability. need a, you it's don't the, need a right. fifty thousand bust down diamonds in it, stuff like that. But a nice eight thousand, ten thousand dollar watch, like for for somebody like him that that wants it, is, is the, the ability to say to yourself, "I can do it," and I did it. It, you know, it's more than the feeling that you have of, of knowing how much it costs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. In my opinion. So that, that, um, and stuff like that, that like rekindles you. You like sometimes, you know, streaming, I'm going to be real with you. Sometimes it is a drag. And many people have said and went on to say, like, I'm burnt out because mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. Like yeah. people don't get it. People are like nine to five. I'd rather stream. And it's like, obviously, you'd rather stream because yeah. obviously that's just way more fun. Games. You're playing yeah, video games all day. But at the same time, it is a exhausting job. Ten hours a day, like I would love to see people try to do that. Not not only that, but from it a is, professional, it is so hard. And a professional level, you you scrim, and then you have to stream. Oh yeah, and then you have to create content. After scrims, my brain is a scrambled egg. Like yeah. after scrims, you're going through so many engagements, so many like quick thinking. Like after scrims, you're legitimately tired, and yeah. people don't get that. They're like esports, how. Like, this isn't a sport. This isn't mentally, yeah, yeah. you know, this is making mentally fit, mentally draining. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I would love to see you try to do it. It's not easy. Let, let's talk about, about the burnout and, and that last year, you know, there, there was, we talked I about I didn't get it. burned out. No, I just I didn't like the game. I know. Yeah. But we talked about it. We talked about retirement. You know, you, oh, you, yeah. you, you, you had a little bit of doubt and I, and, and I don't think that and you were. And it wasn't because I didn't like competing because I'll always love We'll talk competing. about it though. Don't just like, in, in right. Like, tell me. Like what was going through through your head? How how did a retirement even seem as a possible like thing for you? I saw the golden apple, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I've always been a content creator, and my growth has been stagnant. Because in Call of Duty, it is it is so hard to grow at this point, just because yeah. the audience. There's like no growth in the audience. So like Fortnite, you have thousands and thousands of new players coming every single day. Tens yeah. of thousands, like. Yeah. Hundreds of, all of thousands of players a month. Yeah. So you have all of these unique new viewers coming into the scene. Call of Duty, like, the viewers that are there are there. Like, I'm sure if you asked Ali A, I'll name drop someone, Ali A would probably say the exact same thing because he's yeah. been a Call of Duty YouTuber as well. T. Yeah. Martin, people like that. It's like, it's so hard to grow in Call of Duty right now. I've been yeah. stuck at 2.3 million subscribers for the past probably two years. And it's like... I can't vlog because I'm gaming all day. I'm practicing yeah. all day. Yeah. So it's so hard to diversify your content whenever everyone expects you to upload Call of Duty. Yeah. Retirement for me sparked from the idea that maybe I can do the full-time streaming now because I know that I can do it. I know that I can do it. I've already done it. Yeah. Like I know that I can do it. And if I didn't have to worry about anything every day besides waking up 10 a.m., getting some food, Maybe go into the gym, shower, and hop on stream. Stream from 12 to 8. Get off, rest for a couple hours, you know, watch TV, unwind, go to bed, have a content manager, upload my videos for me, get yeah. back on the next morning, stream. Yeah. Like, that just, that doesn't seem 
like that doesn't seem hard to me anymore. That yeah. seems like something that I can do easily. And less I've, stressful. Because I've done it, and it's 100% less stressful. I mean, obviously, you're worried about your growth and viewership yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. How many subs do I have? But you, you also don't have to worry about you know, the, the now four other people that you're letting down by doing that because you're just... Don't hoping. have to worry about that. Yeah. Don't have to worry about fans criticizing me for underperforming because mm-hmm. it's going to happen. In anything, you're going to have a bad game. Yeah. It's it's inevitable. Everyone's going to have it's a bad game. Yeah. You're going to have a bad game. You're playing the best people in the world. Like, you can't be expected. People have held me to such a high standard because I've, I've held the bar at that high standard. Yeah. So I didn't have that bad of a year besides the last two events. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a decent year compared to all the other subs like i was not that bad as bad as people say it's just i've always been one two in the sub category so mm-hmm. it's like people hold me right there so i had a mediocre year like in terms of everyone yeah like i didn't have a bad year but, but still for me, you, you, your I had bad, a bad year was still better than 90 percent of the you know no no <laughs> no not better than 90 percent of the people but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't have a terrible year in retrospect of the whole sub submachine gun scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a bad year for my standards. And yeah. that's why people are criticizing me. So imagine if I didn't have to worry about that. I just get on. I'm going to play Fortnite. And I would get good at Fortnite because I used to be pretty good and mm-hmm. I didn't play that much. Yeah. Like, if I played it every single day, I'm confident in my ability that I would be disgusted. Look at Jack. Jack's pretty good at Fortnite. Yeah. Jack was a caster. Well, Jack's nasty, Jack. though. No, he's good. You. He's good at video I love games. You, Jack. Yeah. I know. Jack's good at video yeah. games. But he ain't. He ain't scumpy? He ain't the upper <laughs> echelon of... <laughs> Although he's, he's not the top 1%. He's not a unit. I mean, he's, he's good. He's yeah, like yeah. top... He's probably like top 10, top yeah. 20% of players, you know, yeah. like skill-wise. But... He's not top 1%. I know I could do it. I yeah. know I could do it. Because I've always been naturally good at PC. Not naturally good, but I've played a lot of them, so I've gotten good at them. Salamander Man. I know I could do it. Salamander Man. I won V5 rank Gs in, in CS, and I played for like a month straight. He's so like, imagine if I played for six to six months to a year, like I know I could do it. He's like, what did you say? Up to, what did you say? Up to gaming. Up to gaming's the best. He's like, Salamander Man. That kid's played at lands. The kid that was saying that, he was shocked, and he's played at Counter-Strike lands, and then there's just me at two in the morning just swiping on people yes yeah, one tapping people <laughs> after a month straight imagine six months i'd be yeah. nasty but how, how close in reality right because i i know we, we we discussed retirement and i said i would never ever let you you know retire and on such a low level not after you built not after what you worked so hard on not not after like everything that you built i would never allow you to do something like that even if i had to beat the shit out of you right i mean it, it, with, with with a loving hand uh but it you know, those are discussions that you and I have, and, and, and that's what it is, right? But the discussions that you have with yourself internally, right, in your own head, how close, how, how, how big of a, of a thought was that really? Because you can say it out loud, and it's just this like, you know, you know you, but in your head, we never know if you're, I wouldn't know if you're 30%, like just saying that, or if you're Dude, like I 99%. I wanted to be, I wanted out. You wanted out. I wanted out. But after playing Blackout, I went back in. So yeah. it's like, but after World War II, after like, after our dynasty fell apart, that's when it was like, that's the highest it's ever going to go. Like, that will never be done again, in my opinion, in Call of Duty. That run will never be done again. You don't know that. There's so much competition now and it spreads. I so, mean, the, the, the same, um, oh, it spread it now. It spreads so thin yeah. across so many different teams. Like there are so many good players now and everyone's at the highest like level at this point. Mm-hmm. Like when we were on our run, we were those, we were those guys. Yeah. 
But now it's like there's those guys. There's like two of them on every team at least. Yeah. So it's so much harder now to stay number one for back to back to back. You know, it's like TK did it back to back. Did Rise go back to back this year? I don't think. Yeah, they did. I think they did. Yeah, so they like, did. They and went back to back. And then uh, Namus called them a dynasty. And then the motherfucker got 16th of champs. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect no, to Rise. Because obviously they were disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's World War II for you. So yeah. like. I mean, we'll see how Black Ops 4 is. We'll see how... Because World War II, in my opinion, didn't have much of a skill yet. The, the team that we have in mind, or that we haven't announced, how confident are you in that team? Obviously, very confident. We're yeah. going to be nasty. Nasty. In my opinion. Yeah. What I about hope, what about from... On paper, we're nasty. On so paper, you're nasty. hopefully it clicks. Hopefully it clicks. Because last year on paper, we were nasty too, and the shit didn't click. So hopefully it clicks. What about from a, from a content standpoint? Are they, are they funny Hilarious. enough? Are they? Idiots. Yeah? Happy? idiots are you happy with them? oh i love them they're idiots. okay good they're both idiots so so you were at like 99 point there on, on the retirement what what made you say i'm just gonna go just black out and in the future or what it is what you're saying what made me want to come back oh what made you get away from from that sort of negative place that you were in where you were considering retiring mm. because it couldn't have been just like a, eh, you know because if you're if you're really there and if mentally you were like there and it, it it's not just like a, a switch where you're just like, oh, I'm back. You know what I'm saying? So so either you were all the way there or you were 50% there or you were 30% there, which is why I asked that question because you and I have conversations nonstop about this. And then we, you know, I tell you that, shit, that I'm not going to let you do that and, and, and that. But even with, through those conversations, I didn't know if you were 30% there, 50% there, 75% there, or, or like you just said, you really did want to do I it. Wanted to, I wouldn't say something if I didn't want to. I wanted to retire. Yeah. I did World War II was the worst COD ever made and it's not even close. So what made you? It's not even close. What, what talked you off the ledge of essentially of not doing that? I mean, placing top twenty-four champs didn't help. Placing seventh, eighth at playoffs didn't help. We got last at the last two. The two biggest events, which are usually my best events, like person personal-wise, like individually as a player, those are usually the events where I go in and fry. Yeah, I was the opposite of the spectrum. So that was motivating to me, at least a couple weeks after, obviously right after champs was over, I'm like this, I'm out. Like, I don't want to play anymore. But a couple weeks later, I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to f around and come back and show them who's the man again. Like yeah. that's, that was what it couldn't, it couldn't have felt good, man. You know, being praised as, as, as oh, it didn't feel good at all to be doubted, you know, after everything that you've done, I'm still doubted. People act like I fell off the earth in call of duty. And it's like, Nah. I'll be back. Yeah. I, I personally have no doubts. Oh, obviously. the casters, like, all the players, all the new players, like, you've they had one see. good year where you won three events. I've had years where I've won nine yeah. events. <laughs> and that was, like, maybe the best year you'll ever have. What did, what did Eminem say uh, to, to Machine Gun Kelly? It's not even like that. It's no, just, I know. But, I mean, people it, doubt it, me, it, and it's like, bro. It, it relates to it a little bit in, in, in some cases, I think, because... Uh, and, and as a young gun coming up, you want to, you want, you know, people, some of these, some of these professionals grew up in Call of Duty, just seeing the stardom that you brought to Call of Duty, seeing, you know, the life that you, that you live, you know, nice car, uh, nice place, always have, you know, whatever you want. And at the same time being the best at, and, and winning championships. So some of these players that you're competing against now, like have been working their entire lives to be you and to beat you. Mm -hmm. Right. So the second that they get an opportunity to like sort of 
take a shortcut to not take a shortcut but accomplish the goal of beating you you know you you have to celebrate that a little bit i mean look at oh no just, i'm not hating on him i think every player needs to have an ego because if you don't have an ego and ego is confidence obviously you don't want to be the guy on twitter like showboating and i did this i did this huh? yeah. you know you don't want to be that guy but internally you need to have an ego and have that self-confidence but some people in the professional scene go about it the wrong way it's funny that, that, that you bring up ego because yesterday um or in the previous podcast and i'll be the one to say i've done some dumb shit on twitter too i'm sorry to cut you off i've had an ego on twitter i've like said stupid shit which everyone's going to yeah like everyone's gonna eventually slip up someone's gonna piss them off someone's gonna say something stupid they're gonna retaliate yeah you know, do you think that's that's fair though for people to judge people that defend themselves on Twitter though? Like they they almost expect you this. I don't know what. Yesterday, some dude says like, I wouldn't expect a CEO of a company to, to talk. I mean, like, at the end of the day, you're always gonna have people chatting up your tree. Like you're always gonna have people doing that shit. Like one day, I people were talking shit on me. They were like, "You've only won one champs," and it's like, bro. Nine months ago, your argument was you've never won a champs. Now I've only won one. Like when the f- are you gonna get off my sack? Like, yeah. When are you going to hop off? Like, yeah. What do I have to do? So one day I went out and somebody gave me a stat sheet of the past three years. Yeah. And it was like, who's been the most consistent player the past three years? Yeah. And I posted the stat sheet. I'm like, there you go. There's proof. Yeah. yeah I've had some bad placings at champs. Yeah. But there's proof. Yeah. Who had a 1.3 at champs when we got seventh? Me. Yeah. Like I still had a 1.3. Yeah. You should not be losing with that. And then people are like, well, you're playing wrong. And it's like. No, I'm not. I've won 26 tournaments. Like I, I play right. Like I don't play the game wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just like, when will you get off? And even yeah. pros say that shit. And it's like, are you trying to make yourself feel better? Like, yeah. what is your excuse? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't even want to say jealousy, but you know, it has a little bit to do with that. But man. you know what I'm saying? So like, at a certain point, it gets a little aggravating to me. And it's like, I mean, this year I'll take the criticism. I'll take it. Yeah. The pros are throwing some shots, and I usually brush them off. I laugh. Yeah, I, I laugh with them. I'm like, yeah, I suck. This year. Yeah, yeah. Like you got me. Yeah, I was bad. But like, at a certain point, it just gets aggravating and annoying, you know. Yeah. So I have to retaliate. I have to be the douche and defend myself. Because if I don't, then yeah, they'll just keep I believing think, it. I, and look, I'm I'm old, so I'll say this, but I think defending yourself is always should always be a number one priority for your self-esteem and for your well-being you can't be a punching bag even when people want you to be a punching bag the dude said uh you know it's not because pat said uh that optic got saved for the because of the way that the that the pro points worked which Uh, is funny yeah and and i said i'm like and jokingly, I'm like, "What's up, man? You don't want? Do you want people to watch or not?" I saw. You know, so and then somebody's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe a CEO of, a, of an organization would say that." And I'm like, "You one, I love Call of Duty. It's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I, it changed my life for the better. So I, I've done more good than same a, any bad, right? And and when I when I clap back, I'm like, dude, I, I can't I can't allow anybody. I, I would never let anyone just attack me or talk shit to me without ever responding. That is not how I grew up. It is not. I, I've, it, I come from an accountability sort of community as 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 a you know growing up in the '90s that that and I'm talking about the the, the entire community of, of of '90s right when somebody said something you that's what you said you as a person said that you have to be held accountable for that and if somebody wants to approach you a certain way about it and, and talk about it you have to defend yourself there was no not defending yourself where where, where I grew up so. I don't understand what at what point humanity took this sort of shift where we have to like. Bro, I'll say it right now: the world we live in now, 
everyone are just not everyone, but there are a lot of pussies. There out are there right, now, dude. A lot of just soft, sensitive. I'm soft and sensitive, but there's like people worse than me, and I'm just like, I'm sitting on Twitter looking at stuff, just like, dude, what happened to you? Like, yeah. Some of the shit people say to me, it's like, dude, what? Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, what happened to you? Like, some of the shit people say is just so like, absurd. It's like, who hurt you and why did you let them when hurt you? When pros talk shit about us, like, I'm just sitting here like, what did I ever do to you? Yeah. Like, what have I ever yeah. said about you? I've, I've probably said some shit about some people. Yeah. Like, I've probably done some wrong along the lines, but everyone does. Yeah. Like, the ego. Like, I've said some stupid shit in my yeah. career, but, like, where do you get off? Like, relax? Like... I can't believe some of the... Yeah, I, I you know, we, as I was saying, we, we talked about ego. I, I talked about ego nature, and I said that that if it wasn't for, for my confidence, you know, all my life, I don't think I would have ever gotten to the to the place. Because if you don't have confidence within yourself, it's going to rub off on other people, and they're going to not have confidence in you. You know, if you yourself don't have your own back... And that's, that's, where, that's where I felt like I was this year. I didn't have confidence in myself and my ability this year because... I just wasn't good at the game. I didn't enjoy the game. I wasn't getting in practice. Whatever, whatever you want to say, I same thing happened to me. I, I wasn't confident in myself, and then people started doubting me because my in game was showing that I wasn't confident in myself. And this has been the first time ever in Call of Duty that I haven't been confident. I asked the uh, the Counter Strike team, not 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 a current one, but when it was Rush, uh, it was Rush, Rush, Oscar, and I don't remember who else. But I asked, can you be the best? at whatever esport you're playing if you don't love playing it nope it's not possible so if you don't like it you cannot be the best i saw it. it on ballers a couple nights ago and they said it's whenever ricky jerry have you seen you've seen ballers yeah I've, oh i don't want to spoil the show for I, people i've seen well you, you, but he wants to come out of retirement we'll just cut to the chase he wants to come out of retirement and his is this eight, season three yeah it just started like, okay well chill out. Don't well, those parts, but go on yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I also went, see how see how selfish I am. I was okay with you spoiling for other people because I thought you were gonna talk about season one or two. No, but it was season three. I haven't watched it immediately. It's just, I it's just it. the gist of it. He wants to come out of retirement. Yeah. His agent asks him, "Why are you doing it?" And his agent goes on to say, "Are you doing it for the money, cars, and hoes, or are you doing it because you love the game?" And he said, "If you're doing it because you want the money, cars, and hoes, you're never you're done. It. Yeah, like you're you're done." I agree, and that's that's facts. Like you have to have passion, or you're you're because yeah. it'll show. No, oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I don't want to say look at optic right now, but if if you look at the overall brand or where we're at right now, you know, I've I've taken a heavy heavy step back and focused on my own stuff, and I you know, it's not as po I'm not polishing optic as much as I used to, and and it shows. Um, and and I agree a hundred percent with that. I, I agree that if you don't have the passion or the or the grit to to fight for what you like. You're you're never ever gonna gonna reach those sort of heights. So because passion comes from the heart, and once you lose the heart, that's it. Like you need to be playing with your heart on your sleeve up there all the time. You need to be going 110 percent. Because if you're not, the other guy is, especially against us, because we're opti gaming. Yeah. If I'm not going 110 percent every single match, we are going to lose because yeah. that kid over there is going 150 percent. Yeah. Like to beat us. Yeah. To silence our fans, you know, like. To silence us, to silence everyone, like yeah. they're going so hard. Yeah. So the minute you lose passion, especially for our team, that's it. Yeah. Done. And I and I think that 
you know, luckily we, we, I always say that we have to appreciate the lows to enjoy the highs. And I always say that, you know, it, it, it's not good for Call of Duty when one team wins nonstop. It, you know, it's selfish for us because we, we did that. We, we won nonstop and it was good for us. But I think that because of the year that we just had, the storyline behind Optic, that storyline. We've had lows. We've never had a consistent low like yeah. last year, though. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, never in the history of Call of Duty or Optic have we ever had that sort of shit year. So the storyline that, that, that happens now is will Crim6 continue to be the most winningest player in Call of Duty or, or, or where's the storyline where somebody's going to overtake him in winnings, right? Is is Seth going to be able to come off a year that... Well, people already overtook him in winnings and championships. Who did? I think Damon's ahead of him. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. he's second. He might be third. In, J-Cap might be in front of him. In winning? In like money winnings? Or money in, winnings. Okay, now I'm talking about championships. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. Yeah, in, cha- in championships. Can, can somebody catch, catch up to him? Is Seth going to be able to come back and recover from, from a year that was, you know, for, for the most part, something that, that we were going to call the Dark Ages in, in you know, in two years? Um, I think the storylines and, and the reason that I'm so bullish about the about the success of Call of Duty this upcoming year is you know blackout everybody's sort of re- re- revitalized in 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 a sense of of oh my god fresh new thing. it was refreshing yeah so, playing uh, blackout refreshing. was refreshing yeah um, even for the past four years like for me I enjoyed AW competitively terrible pub game which is what I like to do in my spare time is yeah. play pubs and work on the little things you know that's why I've always been so good because I played so many pubs um, Black Ops 3 best pub game ever I was nasty at Black Ops 3 I was nasty at AW too mm-hmm. but I was nasty at Black Ops 3 moving on to IW I was bad at IW at the start of the game got better at the end of the game because I found my love for it again because of Formal mm-hmm. Formal like pushed me he was like what the doing like you're sucking like get into it so formal gave me that push and then i was like you know what you're right and then i started putting the extra time in and i got better and we won champs so it's like at the end of the day i need a good public system and i need a good game to enjoy what i'm doing and be good like iw is a perfect example i was not that good at the beginning of iw Mm -hmm. i world war ii i didn't enjoy it the whole way through and no one gave me that push yeah and and I mean, how can how much can you push somebody when you when you when you're playing something that you don't like to to play? Uh, I personally, as a Call of Duty lover, I I, I just I, I couldn't get into it the same way that I couldn't get into Infinite Warfare. And I played Modern Warfare Four for me. Uh, Remaster was what revitalized sort of or am I saying the thing revitalized? Yeah, right. Uh, that, yeah. that sort of rejuvenated my love for for Call of Duty. Uh, you know, back to where it was, and 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 I think Blackout did as well. I couldn't get off the game. My 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 only struggle right now is deciding whether or not I'm gonna be playing PC or I'm gonna be playing uh, you know on console. It's a good console. problem to have. It is, isn't it? Um, I guess we we I had a question to to wrap this all up, but we didn't get a chance to talk about you know the possibility of um, of franchising in Call of Duty down the line. And, and Nate and I talked about it a, a little bit. And like obviously, do you think like where does it go? What are the possibilities there? Because obviously, when we when we did the Outlaws thing, we had to rename it to Outlaws. But when we had League of Legends, we didn't have to change that. Uh, the region, the regionality of 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 um, the the region opportunity of Call of Duty, the same way that Outlaws did. Do you think that that's a that's good? Do you think that we that that where do you think it, it, it falls in terms of is it a good thing that we can be associated as like the Chicago Optic or the Chicago whatever the, the Houston Jurassic Parks? Do you think that that's a that that's good or bad? Um, 
I think it's very good, especially for Call of Duty, because Call of Duty is a North American esport. Yeah. League of Legends, that's like, isn't it Korean? Is it mostly an Asian uh, esport? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the the best teams are from there, but it's it's a global global esport. But uh, the majority of the player base is like from Asia, correct? East, yeah. So Counter Strike, what well, Counter Strike didn't do it. Counter Strike is like, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm talking. You know, yeah. where I'm going with that. Yeah. There, that's a European game. Yeah. Um, Overwatch. Overwatch is a European game too. I'm pretty sure it's like, or not European, an Asian game as well. A majority of the players are Asian. So like, I think that franchising Call of Duty would benefit us more because we are the first North American, like heavy North American esport that would have done it. All the other games aren't. Obviously, they have a big North American reach. Yeah. But Call of Duty is a North American esport. You have a couple European teams, one Australian team that comes to the events and does well. It's a North American esport. Yeah. Whether people want to accept that or not. I mean, there, there have been, you know, Splice one. They're European. No, I know. Like I said, there's a couple European yeah. teams that can compete. There's a couple Australian teams that can compete. But other than that, it's all NA. Right. And a majority of the viewership is NA. In my, in my opinion, the... I like I like putting regions uh, assignment to to certain teams. Uh, I can also argue that because of esports and how global and in, in the ability to think about somebody from London, right? That gets we our our fan base is is large in London. Shout out to me, bruvs out there. Uh, we have a massive fan base in in you know globally, but you know in London specifically. Um, what happens when you know Splice becomes the you know London Splice? You know where Can we do, fly there? No, we don't necessarily fly there. But the fans that are that, that are optic fans from the UK, from London specifically, let's just say from London, the city of London. There's 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 like, do they now are, are they now torn between country and and team? See, I don't think they would be. Do you think they still support? Because I think our roots are so deep that if you supported optic. Since Black Ops Two, you're not you're not gonna be torn. No, like you're still gonna support Optic. Yeah, because our roots are like I said, buried so deep at this point. Uh, the only reason I say that is because I don't know. I I've always felt as though having the ability to to reach as many people as we have reached in, I mean, the past you know ten to thirteen years, like that that has a lot to do with the fact that we're not associated to one specific place or one specific region. Uh, we're, we're, we live on the internet. We don't live in Dallas. We don't live in New York. We don't live in, in Los Angeles. We live on the internet. And anybody, everybody is a citizen of the internet. So therefore, they become like sort of, they get to pick and choose. But when you put this sort of, you know, I, I'm from Wheeling, Illinois, for example. I would never, I don't, I would be torn if Optic was from Buffalo Grove, you know, which is the, the neighboring city who we, you know, play it against. I see what you're saying. You know, I, I, I would be a little bit torn and, and, you know, it's, it's happened before where I, I was a big, I'm a big fan of quarterbacks. And at the time, Brett Favre was always my favorite quarterback. He was on the Packers, but I'm from Chicago. So I'm a Chicago Bears fan. So every single time that the Packers play Chicago, that was the only time where I, where I chose my alliance to Chicago. But any other time I was a, you know, I was also a Brett Favre <clears> fan. <throat> no, yeah, I, I feel that because I'm from Pennsylvania. I don't like the Steelers. I don't like the Eagles. I don't like the Phillies. Uh, yeah. I don't like any Pennsylvania sports teams. Well, actually, that's that's opposite. That's opposite of what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Pennsylvania sports teams. Okay, so there is there is hope. No, yeah, there's there's hope, obviously. But 
I forget what my point was, but I'm saying I'm opposite of you. Yeah. So do, what do you what do you feel about franchising? Do you think that it's it's something that needs to happen for Call of Duty to continue to thrive or I don't think it needs to happen. I think it would help. I think it would bring a lot more obviously financials into Call of Duty, a lot more eyes, a lot more media, stuff like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I don't see it being a bad thing. How could it be a bad thing? How does this franchising go wrong? I don't even know. Well, you would know more than me. I, I mean, no. I, I, the investors lose money. That's how it goes wrong. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I guess, yeah. I, like, luckily, you know, Overwatch has has had a really, really good year, so we're we're fine in that in that regard. Um, I don't know. I just think the the separation of of what we live in now, like even now, right? If you think about um, the way we just went from four to five. That, that changes. I mean, I obviously see the bigger picture and I see that we met halfway where before we used to play 6v6 in pubs and 4v4 in competitive, we met in the middle and we're now playing 5. Everyone's playing 5. Now competitors are playing 5 and, and, and the casuals are playing 5. Let's meet in the middle. Let's, let's, see, let's, see, let's, let's turn what the game we have here into the box. So for franchising, I think that that's a level of change that we don't know. I mean, we just we just opened up an AM sort of uh, community, right? We're, we're supporting the, the amateur community more. But at the same time, we're sort of you know, there are those Cinderella stories that may continue to happen where somebody breaks through and then there's room for that. But you're also going away from the fact, you know, from, from tradition, from culture that we've created as Call of Duty players. But I don't think it changes anything, really. Like, what does franchising change for players? A lot. What does it change? A lot. A lot. A lot. We're still competing. Yeah. We're still doing the same stuff. Salaries will be better. Salaries. I mean, healthcare stuff like that. Yeah. But like other than that, what changes for players when it franchises? I feel like franchising is more on the back end, the viewership end, the the fan base end. Like I feel like franchising legitimizes the esport more. Agreed. Like I feel like franchising doesn't do it helps the players obviously in many different ways, but it doesn't change what the players are doing. You see what I'm saying? I do. I'm I'm for it 100. Like it legitimizes it as more of a esport. I guess to everybody else, yeah. To the viewers, to media, to investors, people investing money to sponsors, to the obviously the people the, that run the orgs. Like yeah, I feel like it changes more for them than it does for the players. I think the only the only change that I see again is is the is the regional part of it. But you know, having seen the success of it with the viewing party and the and the, and the watch parties of of the Houston Outlaws, like people show up. You know, when they, they have weekly matches, as we used see, to see. Now do. that would be that's really cool. Like the. Yeah having the Houston Outlaws and having a bar like Nerdvana yeah. where you can go and watch the game whenever they're playing and get drunk while you're doing it. It's like yeah. having a sports bar, but yeah. and it's an esports bar. Now, that is awesome. That is awesome. And if every single city had that for their team, that would be the coolest part of franchising. If like everyone had a... like <laughs> Everybody meeting, getting together in person and celebrating the Everyone had a meeting ground? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be that would be sick. But that's not obviously franchising. That's, I mean, it is. It is. I mean, we. I mean, we. You we get investment have, to do shit like that. Yeah, I mean, we can't. We have. We have optic parties. You know, we can. We can't have that. That's not. That's not even a thing. I'm mm-hmm. just. You know, I. I, I, I want to make sure that that every every member of the Green Wall like understands that no matter where this goes, you're, you're, you're a member of the Green Wall first, then whatever city you, you're associated with comes second. See, I think. It, I think it. Our would rules be cool. above any other. I think it would be cool. I think. I mean, we've seen we've seen documentation. Richard Lewis has put out like several uh, sort of like investment 
reports where they allude to it that Call of Duty might be following in the footsteps of, of Outlaws or well, I was gonna say Activision Blizzard that if there's a time to do it it's next year because obviously this year is gonna be huge I, I, I'm already setting this uh, year up to be huge like I'm already putting it in my mind that this year is gonna be huge for Call of Duty and you're gonna take full advantage of everything yes and I think a lot of people are saying that as well because with Blackout content is for days endless right and then you have, that's not even the end. You have zombies and multiplayer on top of that. So yeah. there's just so many avenues for different content for this year. I just can't see it being bad. Even yeah. if it's the worst Call of Duty of all time in the multiplayer, who gives a shit when people are playing Blackout? It's not going to be the worst Call of Duty ever in multiplayer. I, no, I, I played it. I love it. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. I even do. if that flopped, you still have Blackout. Or even if Blackout flopped... Well, we don't want Blackout to flop. We sort of need Blackout. No, Blackout's not going to flop. But this it's, is the it's, year. Uh, it's nearly impossible for it to flop. Uh, the amount of uh, how good the game was and in, in, in beta stage, like it's crazy. And and Vonderhaar was saying that that they have so much more to go, so much more to go. So and and I'm and I asked him, I'm like, is, is the Call of Duty is, is Blackout? Blackout's the map, you know, that has little maps within it. I'm like, is 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 Blackout is the Blackout map a living and breathing, ever changing organism that will have. Like Fortnite's map. Yeah. Yesterday, the cube just went into the lake, and now it's a bouncy lake, which what? is awesome. Yeah, you had fun? Yeah, have you been playing that? Yeah, I've been grinding Fortnite. So what are you... I'm trying to get good so I can stream it. How, how are you going to balance like all of that? And, and you know, I think I think if we make this a, te- a team effort, I think that everybody on the t- on your team will, will, will benefit from, from having <clears throat> the freedom to, to stream you know and and it's a discussion i know i know crim6 is like dying to continue to, to create content this year specifically i think everybody is so again i'm bullish about how successful call of duty is going to be this year well i want to be the team that revitalizes the love well, not love for streaming cuz everyone still has that yeah. they just feel like they can't i want to yeah. be the team that's like we don't that give a shit okay. you can watch us play we're still going to win the event yeah like i want to be that team again cuz we were that team in aw yeah and we were all very successful individually in AW in terms of content yeah. and putting stuff out for our fans. Like we were winning tournaments while doing the content. It's it's doable. We've done it. I don't see why everyone went so crazy. I don't. I don't want to go back into it, but yeah. I want this year I want to redo that. I want to go back to streaming scrims, having fun in scrims, talking shit talking shit for the fans for the stream like i yeah. used to love entertain that. yeah i used to love that like oh talking shit to clayster back in the day and nade shot and bows like we would just go in on each other on yeah. stream and people loved it that's yeah. why we were so successful as a brand and we just strayed away from it for what because we started losing a couple tournaments yeah not because we were, it's no, not because we were streaming dude we just we didn't play good yeah. in the match well we, personally i i was against it obviously as you know i'm, I'm content first above anything else um but yeah, I, I just I, I I really hope that, that you guys do follow through. I with that, want though. to really bad. They, what what did you say? Going to the gym is getting out the door, right? So wanting but, to. But is, it's not. I've wanted to keep. I've wanted to stream our scrims. Yeah. I was being told no. Mm-hmm. Like you, we don't want to stream scrims, and I can't say like Fuck you. Like that's yeah. how you get your teammates to not like you, right? Yeah. They're right there. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know. I think maybe encouragement. You know, you encourage them to 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 stream a little bit. I think that that'd be that'd be something good. Yeah. Oh, yo, bro. Uh, how about this? I'll stream our first set of scrims. Afterwards, I'll turn off my stream and host you, and you can. I'll give you the viewership. And just have set. that sort of rotation. I love it, set. man. But like stuff like that, like it's so. 
Like, I used to be selfish, so did Nate Shot back in the day. 100%. We were yeah. competing against each other because we both wanted to be that guy. But because you competed with each other, you guys we raised each ourselves. other. We hindered ourselves. Yeah, you think so, but I think we you raised... We did hinder ourselves. In, in, in occasions, yes, but I think that you guys raised your level of, of whatever it was that you got. Like, you raised each other by with that internal competition more than you heard. We did raise each other, but at the same time... We raised each other to work harder against each other. If we yeah. would have put that same energy into working together, yeah. me and Nate shot. We haven't really talked about this. We still haven't shot the shit like about the old days. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta. We gotta hash this well, out. So uh, we'll end it with this. Okay, we'll end the, this podcast with this. I having the conversation with him. He's super down to make sixty fifty Russell Drive podcast with you, him, uh, Merck, uh, and and Big Timer, and, and obviously me. <laughs> obviously but it's it's i think it's i think the fans want it and more importantly i think it's needed to sort of relive those sort of things and then just have that that, that casual conversation about the good old days at 60 50 russell drive so would you be down can you sacrifice one hour a week to allocate for 60 50 russell drive yeah is that a promise yeah I'd wait you're not gonna ask what channels are going on <laughs> <laughs> it's going on HS channel. That's fine. No, yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> I get, I get episode two. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. no, I, I think, I think, I think it's a good opportunity. I think that that we should definitely look into it. Um, but again, you know, thank you for making time. I know that I'm here, and I, yeah, what time is I, I right drove now? an hour. I drove an hour and a half here what to, to do it? this podcast. That's how important this podcast. Wait, is. did you have your own car? Or did you get an Uber? Uber. Uh, it's one twenty. Oh, we got plenty of time. We got plenty to go of time food. to go food, right? Yeah. All right, well, let's end the podcast. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to episode number four of the Eavesdrop. We are syndicated on. Wait, how would I do? Good. Was it good? Yeah, I, I wasn't too douchey. No, what the. No, I, I kind of want to put you at the number one spot. So the, it happens like constantly. I, I want this to be the launching episode because it was so good. And I think that this one is good because... This one got real. This one got really real. And I think I... You know, I don't say this shit. I like, know. I don't say this shit to the public. I know. Ever. Well, that's why the podcast is good. That's just, it's, a, it's a conversation it's more than anything. It's an eavesdrop. You get to hear it and, and uh, on all platforms. Uh, YouTube, obviously, as you're watching right now. But mm -hmm. if you want to listen to the episodes ahead of time, uh, by a day or two, you can uh, down or subscribe to our podcast uh, on iTunes, Google Cast, everything like down below. So please subscribe. We'll see you guys on the next one. Sethi, thank you so much, bro. Yeah.